the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, it's the Rob Black Podcast. You can hear Rob live every weekday morning from 10 to noon on 910 AM and talk910.com. Live from the Bay Area, your money, your life. This is Rob Black. It's the Rob Black Show. Good golly, where's the week going? It's already Tuesday. Sweet. Tuesday, April 13th, the year of 2010. 2010. Remember when you were a little kid? Didn't 2000 and 2010 seem like such a long way to go? We're getting older. And now we're even older. And now we're even older. This is a show about getting older and making sure that you save enough money on that road so that one day when you're no longer driving, you're no longer pulling an income, you're a sit-in, you're a recluse, you're watching QVC, you're wearing Depends, you're crapping yourself, that you have enough money for a good quality lifestyle in, in your retirement. Wouldn't retirement stink if you didn't have enough money to buy Depends and you had to use like reusable diapers? That would stink. That would be awful. I can't imagine anything worse. Today on the show, and I can't believe, I can't believe this. I've got a 21-inch monitor. I've got Steven Seagal. I got Oprah. I got Harley Davidson and Hogs. I got colleges. I got comic books. I got Slate and I got Fear. Plus, much, much more. I got a whole show for you. This is this is actually a professional show. This is like a show maybe produced out of L.A. or something. Like I'm I'm not sure how I pulled this one off. Uh, coming up at 11:15, which is if I look at the clock on the wall that says it's 1:40, that would be well in about 10 plus hours. If I look at the actual clock that's working, 10:01, that would be about an hour 14, 74 minutes. I'm going to give away a 21 inch flat panel monitor brought to you by Geeks on Call. I'm going to give out a keyword. It's one of those contests where you get out a keyword, and then you're going to have to rush to talk910.com. Talk910.com. It's a website. It's that old www.talk910.com. Aren't you glad we're in the 21st century and we no longer have to use the word www? We no longer have to do it. You can just hit in your browser, talk910.com, and bam, you'll go there. No longer have to talk about the World Wide Web. Anyway, this is a shameless way for Clear Channel, my faux employer, to basically get you to go to their website, talk910.com. We're basically trying to lure you in so we can so we can capture you and put cookies on your computer and control your world. <laughs> no, we actually don't do that. But we do want to actually see a spike in online media because there's different ways of seeing who's listening and who's not. You know, the old-fashioned Arbitron ratings, that's one way. There's how many people are downloading the podcast. That's another way. How many people are online? That's another way. So you get the idea. So flat panel monitor coming up at 11.15 today. No, no, no. And not actually the monitor. You get a chance to win the monitor. I'll explain later. I'll explain later. We're going to give away the monitor on Friday. Oh, and I got a story on diabetes and fat kids. Who doesn't like diabetes and fat kids, especially fat kids eating chocolate? I told Heidi the other day, Heidi, the lovely and talented producer of the show, I said, what's funnier than a fat guy on a motorcycle? Well, a fat kid eating chocolate. That's, yeah, I want candy poop. That's damn funny. 
Anyway, let's talk um, serious stuff for a second. I could talk about business and investing and how the FDIC, people of the government who secure our deposits at banks, they're extending the deposit insurance program. Yay. I could talk about how Asia is forecasting more growth in their GDP. We could talk world oil hitting peak demand or high demand this year. Highest demand ever. What's that mean to you? You want to own an oil stock? Palm, they're up for sale. Are they going to get a premium or are they going to get a discount? Now, again, Palm's intriguing to me because I'm at that age where I used to have a Palm, and it was just basically junk. Um, It was never quite right. The product was always revised and revamped with different versions coming out. You never, you kind of wanted to wait another two months because you knew they were going to release another one. And then Apple iPhone just basically, it just shot a, 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 a bullet through the heart of Palm. And again, I use a Palm Trio. I think it was one of the most functional first-generation uh, smartphones. And their, their revisions of it were good. But man, Apple hit the form factor out of this world. This is a call-in show. This is your show. Trust me, I, I don't really want to be here and do a monologue every day. It's nice to come in and see Heidi and Corey and intern C or intern B. Um, it's nice, but it's not that nice. I'd rather be home sitting on my couch eating Fritos and watching baseball today. But that's me. Anyway, anyway, it's a call-in show. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. I've asked the bird sanctuary that is Clear Channel, cheep, 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 to get us a out-of-state call-in line because I know there's a lot of you out-of-staters who listen to the podcast. How can you listen to the podcast? You can get it at talk910.com and download it. Or you can get it at Apple iTunes under Rob Black and your money. Another way to contact the show, email rob at robblack.com, rob, R-O-B, at robblack.com. That's two Bs. And uh, another way, Facebook page, group page. It's a group page called I Hate Rob Black. And I will look at that today at some point in time and make comments on air. So if you want to post comment there that you think I'm wildly inappropriate, that's fine. Someone called the show, someone called my, uh, not my secretary, but there's a secretary here. I think is lovely and darling. That's because I'm so much older than her. People become lovely and darling. Um, she goes, yeah. And she's chewing gum. Someone called in and said, you're lazy. Cause you only do a two hour show. Well, F you, you pay me more money than they're paying me. And I'll do a three hour show. I'll come to your house and do a show. I'll sit in your basement and talk stocks with you. Cause I'm that kind of guy. Woo. Talking about stocks. The Dow broke through 11,000. So we held it. We broke through it. We're done it. It's a milestone. It's psychological recovery. A little bit like psychological nudity, but not as stupid. Michael Savage. (laughs) How's that career going for you, Doc? Anyway, let's talk about the IRS. The IRS, the Internal Revenue Service. You are a taxpayer. And you know one thing that I like about the IRS is they're very black and white. I love that. We as people, we're very, we're beast of duality. We've got angels and demons inside of us, and we regret the days that we listen to the demons, but it's, it's tough to call the angel out of your body every day and, and, and perform at that level of high expectations. Uh, the thing I love about the IRS is they're just black and white. They're neither good nor bad. They, they are who they are on a consistent basis, and there's no inconsistencies. So the deadline is approaching for filing your taxes. Did you know? There's a 94% chance you filed your taxes incorrectly. Did you know? 
The process of claiming a tax break created by the stimulus package, it's proven to be more work than people had bargained for. There's actually a form called Schedule M. Did you file a Schedule M? If you did not, you did not do your taxes correctly, more than likely. Now, the new tax credit championed by President Barack Obama as a follow-through on his campaign promise to provide broad-based tax relief. It affects 95% of all Americans by cutting $400 from their total tax bill for individual filers and $800 for married couples. It was a front-loaded break that became a problem. Barack Obama was trying to jumpstart a sputtering economy. He put people and money together. Boy, meet money. Money, meet boy. Boy spends money. Economy does good. So he was a little bit of a matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Which, for the record, do we really ever need to see Fiddler on the Roof again come through uh, San Francisco as a play? Do we really need Harvey uh, Weinstein or Firestone? Whichever one he is, I guess he's the Firestone one. Uh, Do we really, really, really need him in, in, in a Broadway musical in San Francisco? I think not. I think we need new Broadway. Adam's family. Anyway, uh, I'm digressing. So most of us are filing our taxes wrong because the government said, give the credit up front and employers reduce the amount of federal withholding deducted from workers' paychecks of last year. But millions of taxpayers didn't realize that to have the credit deducted from the total amount of your taxes owed, you're required to complete a new form. It's called Schedule M. It's not for millions. It's just it's Schedule M for millions of retirees. The procedure also requires an additional step because they have to deduct the tax break known as making work pay, quote unquote, making work pay credit from other tax credits that they already have received. It is so freaking confusing. So I'm flip flopping. I hate the IRS again because this isn't set in stone. It's not black and white. It's for some people have to do this and some people have to do that. Now, either of these procedures, it takes just a couple minutes. IRS officials said that the unfamiliarity with the process of claiming the credit has led to errors so far of more than 4 million of the returns that they've processed this week. The government expects to receive 60 million more returns by the filing deadline on Thursday. Oh, isn't that an annoying media day? Is that not an annoying media day when all the local TV stations send a cameraman out to the, the, the post office and you see long, long lines of people uh, waiting to get their, their things stamped? And by the way, who doesn't really like their things stamped? I like my things stamped. Anyway, um, stamp it. Doesn't it even feel good? So it's ultimately possible that millions of additional returns are going to contain some errors. Now, what's interesting about this is the IRS is going to fix the problem for you. Isn't that kind of wonky? They said their examiners are going to correct the errors. They're going to file the Schedule M for the taxpayers who neglected to do so. They're going to recalculate the filer's taxes to reflect the credit. But the sheer volume of errors means that the tax credit's going to overload the agency with work. So it's going to mean uh, longer times to get your money back. So the IRS, they're actually good people. I dated an IRS agent once. Um, the IRS recruits 4.0 students from college. They don't like any dummies working there, believe it or not. So uh, they're actually fixing the problems for us. That's kind of sweet, right? to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Let's go to Debbie in Los Gatos. Hi, Rob. Hi. I have a question about uh, IRAs and... um, RIAs, Registered Investment Advisors? No, IRAs. Oh. Individual one. Are you dyslexic or am I? (laughs) It's probably me right now. I've got a house full of kids. Okay. 
All right. So I'm trying to figure out um, if we should open and establish a non-deductible IRA and then convert it to a Roth IRA. And I, long time ago, I got your book, The Truth About Money. Yeah. That uh, you suggested, and he doesn't say anything about it except that he hates the idea. But I don't know why, because he puts that in another book that I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> That's well said. Um, you know, the non-deductible IRA is a bit of a problem because ultimately it can change the way you get taxed on your IRA later in life. Um God, now I have to correct myself make sure I'm saying IRA instead of RIA. Now I've got it in my own head. So it basically, it, it, it's not as smooth. Now, if you want it to convert it to a Roth, that would make all the sense in the world. And I think that would be a good idea. Why not just fund the Roth right now? Um, because, well, actually, I don't know why. Um, okay. This is a suggestion from a financial advisor, but I guess because the conversion rule... It's normally for incomes under 100000 Is that correct? For a Roth IRA? It's along those lines. I don't want to be specific because I'm, ta- yeah. informa- I'm not allowed to give tax advice, which is very weird. I guess I better find that. Yeah, get the question, Debbie, and drop me an email, rob at robblack.com, and I'll okay. get you an answer because okay. that's, that's easily done. It's very specific. I'm not sure why you're not doing just a regular Roth contribution and while you're making your, I mean, you're eventually going to want it to convert it to a Roth. And since it's a non-deductible IRA, what that means is you've already exceeded your limits for an IRA deduction or your income limits are too high. So you decide, let's skirt the issue and go ahead and open up a, a non-deductible IRA. Right. And later on, I just don't see what the, with your income, it sounds like you should just go with a Roth. And then, but wait, what's the income level if you want to open a like Roth I said, IRA? Like I said, I can't oh, really can't give tax advice, but if you drop me an email, rob at robblack.com, I'll get that information to you. Okay. Thanks for the call. 800-345-5639. So I open up with a segment on the IRS. Hopefully we have some listeners left, because I know a lot of people don't like the IRS. Homer Simpson once went drove by it when Maggie had a spelling bee. He goes, boo. I mean, that's the collective wisdom of, of, of the world, right? Uh, I'll tell you my IRS story later. It's a good one uh, about dating an IRS agent. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. It's the Rob Black Show, 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. You're listening to the Rob Black Show on 9, 10 a.m. More stimulating talk. Call Rob now at 1-800-345-5639. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. A little bit on the Roth IRA. I'm not a CPA, and the SEC and the NASD, they really frown upon non-CPAs talking taxes on air. Uh, because everyone is so freaking different, whether they're single or married or divorced or uh, income limits are different because of they are independent contractor versus someone who gets, you know, has to throw in extra money for Social Security because they're not being counted versus someone who works for a big corporation. It's really confusing to talk taxes on air. But for a Roth, if you make $105,000 or less, you qualify for a full contribution. If you're a couple, it's up to 112. Um, it's up to 166 to 176 thousand. And again, that's where it gets kind of wonky. Um, whether it's full or partial, and 
the numbers are close. I would consult a tax planner accordingly. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. Let's go to Ed in Oakland. Ed? Uh, yeah, Rob. Uh, Freeport Mac Moran. I just got a notice from my stock guy that they're doing a non-mandatory reorganization or tender offer. Okay. Does that mean they're buying back shares? Is that something you get them, you know, I should look at to get to? Or? Yeah, they're buying back shares, but it's not going to be particularly, it's not going to affect you. Oh, okay. They just said if I could probably, you know, wanted to know if I wanted to participate in it or something. Yeah. Um, I'd have to see the, the offer that they sent out to you or the solicitation to get a little bit more detail from you. Yeah, well, they didn't really send out the offer. They just, uh, Scott Trey just told me to, you know, that they're doing it. And I guess I go to a website if I wanted more information. Send me that website. I'll, I'll take a look at it on the air if you want me to. Oh, website. No, send it to me. Send it to me. Rob at robblack.com. Okay, I'll send so, the email they send me. They really didn't go. They really didn't give me the company's website. I guess I gotta look. I could do a search on that. Very like weird. It. What do you think about working with Scott Trade? I've always, I've never really liked the Edward Jones or the Scott Trades because the details are, aren't very uh, uh, flush. Yeah, well, up till now I've just been, you know, buying, so it's no big problem. You know, you just send them, and it's like seven dollars a trade, so it's pretty reasonable. But I've since switched over to Fidelity. I'm uh, doing it through them now, and I'm not doing it through Scott Trade anymore. But I have this one with Scott Trade. Pull up some information on Freeport Mac Moran because I know that's a company I've talked about in the past as yeah, a well, play on inflation. What's that? That's why I bought it because you uh-huh. talked about it. Be careful with that, my friend. Yeah, yeah I am. So that's uh, I, I'm I'm not your Buddha. I'm not your Yoda. I don't know what else you have out there, and I always get freaked out when people say they're buying because I said I I hope you're buying because your research supported what I said. Yeah, it did. It Good. Did. Now, as far as Freeport McMoran and Copper goes, thanks for the comp, uh, call. Uh, they dig their profit. They dig their profit. They're basically a copper company, but they're also a gold company, and they're also a silver mine company. So it's a play on industrial metals. Uh, well, not all industrial metals. Copper is the industrial metal, where cop- gold is kind of a hedge metal. So it's a play on inflation for sure. Uh, inflation will use more copper if we're growing and building things and inflating. Um, the protection with gold and silver if the economy hits hell in a handbasket. So you don't get the pure upside of inflation, but you also get some of the downside. Uh, you get some downside protection with gold and worst-case scenarios and investments. Let's see if I got any research on it. I didn't see the tender offer yet come through. Those kind of releases are very, very uh, not typically going to do you a lot of good. Last night after the market closed or yesterday afternoon, I'm so East Coast. Markets close in the evening, basically 4 o'clock, and then companies report 435 on the East Coast. But in California, it's more of an afternoon. Um, let's see what I got here. Downgraded to hold. Freeport downgraded to hold recently at Deutsche Bank. Uh, let's see what that hold's all about. Okay, here's what it is. I got the information on the market tender offer. Um TRC Capital is making an unsolicited mini-tender offer to Freeport McMoran shareholders up to a million shares at a below-market price of $83. So you could tender your shares for $83 a share if you want to. Free market co- uh, Freeport cautions holders of the common stock that their offer price was about 5% below the closing price of April 6, 2010, the day prior to the date. So ultimately, if you want to tender your shares, um, Freeport thinks the shares are worth more. Whereas TRC thinks they're worth less, it's up to you if you want to sell it. I don't understand why you wouldn't just want to sell it right there on the open market today at a higher price. If you really want it to tender those shares. Um, 
Cup play, third best performing name in the sector. Yeah, I see Freeport McMoran is a, a good hundred dollar stock. It's eighty dollars at this point in time. Hundred dollars, not a million dollars. Hundred dollars in the next twelve months. Basically, the copper price forecast is holding up. It's a play on inflation. It's a play on Asia. It's a play on the United States spending with our stimulus. If you are fearful that that's not going to happen, then you get a little bit of that hedge with gold. So it's it's not crazy. It's not a sexy pick. It's kind of a moderate growth pick, in my opinion. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. 800-345-5639. I got an interesting email that I want to do ever so quickly from a guy named Tom. And you can always email me, rob at robblack.com. So Tom sends an email, and he says, I'm a big fan of your show, and I listen as often as I can. I listen live on the podcast, which he listens live on the stream. There's a stream of the show at talk910.com, so it's not quite right. Uh, he said, you've managed to make a otherwise drab financial talk entertaining and something I look forward to each day. I'm a Sharks fan, too, so all bases are covered. Sharks open their playoff hunt tomorrow. Last Friday, you spent a segment about how expensive California's become and if it's worth it. As a fourth-generation Californian, it pains me to realize how true that is and what options do I have. I'm a 36-year-old guy, or as the Canadians refer to him, he's a 36-year-old gee. He's not married, and he can be somewhat mobile with his career as he's in the wine business. I say somewhat as fine wine grapes are particular where they can thrive. Sure, other states make great wine too, but what about the USA? I can't believe I'm pondering the idea, but if California is a precursor to the nation, we might be screwed during my money-making years and beyond. All great empires come to an end, so this is a viable escape plan. Most wine-producing countries in Europe are great, but they seem to be doomed, right? So that leaves parts of South America, South Africa, Australia, New Zealand. You mentioned Australia is a great place to go. Are they fit for a long term? I honestly have no idea where the best bets, and curious if you have some thoughts. Uh, thanks so much, and keep up the good work, Tom. And uh, he said, send me an email. Don't read it on the air. Sorry, dude. I read it on the air. As far as what I would do is I would... I think California is expensive. And I think living in California, if you're not making 160, 170, 180,000 minimum as a couple, you could be doing a lot better in other parts of the country. A lot better than you currently are. The quality of life could be better. The quality of education for your kids' school could be better. The quality of police work could be better. Uh, there's a lot of things that could be better. You know, no state income tax in Texas. There's a lot of advantages to living out of state. Like, for instance, Oregon and Washington. Oregon has, like, no state income tax, and Washington has no property tax. So between the two, or sales tax. So a lot of people will live in one state and shop in the other, or work in one and shop in the other. It's it's tax advantages. And for, you know, someone like, uh, who makes, the two people make $100,000. In California, you make 90000 when you figure your state income tax, and you figure sales income tax of 9%, roughly. It's only that's 80000 if you spend your money. You know, let's be honest, you're not going to spend all of it. Um, but that's an extra $20,000. That's an extra 20% for living in a different state. For doing the same exact pay, that's a lot of money. And the housing's cheaper up there than, you know, for, you see where I'm going out with this. It's just frustrating to see, to say the least. Do I think I, I do I advise this guy to move to Australia? No, but I'd be open-minded. I'd say, where, where can I go? I'd discuss it with my spouse. I would, you know, think about it. I would visit the area. I love Australia. Love it. But you also have to love a slow, you know, less material things because they're not as material as we are. You have to love a slower pace of life. Like if you can't have a glass of lemonade out in sunshine on a slow day, it's not for you. 
It's really not. And then their their football. Oh my god, that's just a mess. It's just a mess. Australian rules football. I still don't understand it. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Coming up, I'm going to talk a little bit about Nintendo generation and diabetes and fat kids and investments tied to all three of those. 800-345-5639. It's Rob Black Show, 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Listening to the Rob Black Show on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Call Rob now at 1 800 345 5639. It's Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. 800 345 5639. It's 800 345 5639. A little bummed. I've asked my management at Clear Channel to get me a phone line for out of staters to call in, and they said, quote, not at this time. Ah. <sighs> I take no salary being here, no salary at all, and I get not at this time for a phone line for a major radio station in a major market. That's pathetic. Hey, I'm sorry to say it, but it's pathetic. Clear Channel Management should be ashamed. So anyway, let's talk other issues. 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get calls on the air. Diabetes. Uh, To be a successful investor, you find trends to invest in. For instance, the aging of the baby boomer. We all know baby boomers are going to consume more health care, right? As they get older, their hips kind of blow up. Uh, their hearts blow up. They need replacements. There's another trend out there, and it's you've heard Michelle Obama talking about obese children. I think that, I think that might be one of her causes. I might be wrong on that, but I think that might be one of her causes. Nearly 24 million Americans suffer from diabetes. Now, of which just under 1% are younger than 20. So a very, very small market of people with diabetes are under the age of 20. Now, the American Diabetes Association, they expect the total number to double over the next 25 years, which means there will be many more pediatric patients dependent on insulin. Other nations have the same problem. So it's under 1% right now, but we expect that percentage to double over 20 years. Now, that's not a lot of growth. Doubling over 20 years is, is like a 25 3% growth rate. It's, it's not that much. But ultimately, because it's underserved, there's big, big money to be made. You're talking about a $7 billion market for testing of diabetes. My mother has diabetes, and it's no fun. You prick your finger. You get a little blood, you put it into a, a measuring device, bloop. Now, you can do it with infrared, but infrared's more expensive now, where it doesn't break the skin, but it's, it's, and it's no fun to prick your finger. So if you're a four-year-old kid, can you imagine how much it sucks to prick your finger? Yeah, why can't you, poop? So four-year-olds will hide their glucose meters. They will, you know, put them in, they'll, anything to, to get away from that uncomfortable finger prick needed to test the blood sugar. Now, it, how do you fix that or how do you change that? Well, there's this entrepreneur who came up with an idea of tying glucose meter pricks to the Nintendo Game Boy. And this was a genius idea, but it's also a horrible idea because to help fight diabetes, you should go out and run and be a kid and not sit around and play video games. So this guy comes up with an idea for Bayer. Well, he actually comes up with his own company, but Bayer ultimately buys them. It was the first glucose meter that plugs directly into a game console. 
It was a product called Digit. And it went on sale in the UK last year, and it's going to be on sale in the United States probably in May. And again, that's, you know, Europe last year, America now. And what you see is the footprint gets bigger. So they're able to sell more of these devices. So Bear will get a little bit more money. Now, Bear's so freaking big that this isn't going to be a drop in the bucket to them. Now, what's interesting about this is um, there's a game called Knock 'em Down World's Fair. Knock them down, Downs World Fair. Now, the program rewards kids for performing a prescribed number of tests each day. They get points that speed the player through the game. Additional points are earned if you stay within target blood sugar ranges. So it's it's one of those things where you're basically paying a kid or rewarding a kid for playing a game, but it rewards him for using his tests, which is critically important. It's a fun game. Now, Bayer executives are counting on Digit to help them regain the lead that they won, then they lost, and ultimately the $7 billion a year testing market. So the company created the first blood glucose meter in 1973, Bayer did. They dominated the market for 20 years. They had 40% of the market. But that, that dwindled down to about 10% of the market by 2005. Roche and Johnson & Johnson, they each have 25%. So at this point in time, it's a pretty mature market. You've got Roche, you've got Johnson & Johnson, you've got IMS Health, ticker symbol RX, Roche is RHBBY, Johnson Johnson J&J. So you got all these guys pursuing, you know, a diagnostic test market. And what you got to do at that point in time, because all the tests are similar, is you have to understand the customer. You've got to understand what they're doing. You've got to understand, you've got to boost the technical capabilities. You've got to shorten the time for the results. You got to make the displays more readable for the seniors who can't quite read it. So understanding your 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 customer critically important. So Bayer's Essentia Contour meter jumped fifty three percent last year based on coming out with a product that's a little bit more alluring. Now what's interesting here is Bayer Nintendo Alliance. It's part of a broader push by the drug industry to have good ideas from unconventional sources. For instance, Sanofi Aventus they launched an iPhone application called Go Meals. And that helps diabetics track the nutritional content of the foods they eat and locate restaurants that serve meals in keeping with their restrictions. Now, the app is free. It's been downloaded 63,000 times. And again, it's Sanofi Aventus's way of saying, here, go enjoy your lifestyle. We'll help you. But don't forget, we're the guys who sell you the drugs. So games and apps are a huge opportunity. And again, there is an app for that, and that's the coolest thing about this story is, is the app is really starting to evolve technology and lifestyle. Now, the video game industry has been pushing into health-related items for, for a decade. In 1995, there was a game for Nintendo called Packy and Marlin. Now, Packy and Marlin were two diabetic elephants who taught kids the importance of maintaining glucose levels. Now, amongst children who played it over a six-month period... Emergency room visits dropped by 77%. So the drug industry is getting, you can help. Now, again, diabetic youngsters who just did shoot them up fair on the video games, they didn't get the benefit. And because they stayed on the sofa, it was considered evil. So trying to convince doctors to, to prescribe an app when a kid may be playing a game and, and becoming sedate, it's tough. Now, Konami, a Japanese game company in 1998, they came up with Dance Dance Revolution music game for arcades that tapped into a physical fitness craze. Now, I never did it because I can't dance, dance, and there's no revolution in anything I do. But by 2005, global sales of game, that game in arcades exceeded 7.5 million units. So the video game, and, and for older people, there's a game called Brain Age, and it's aimed at improving baby boomers' mental acuity. The game sold 8 million units in its first year. So 
technology is really starting to tap into trends of our society. And I dig it because I'm an investor and I, I thrive off this kind of stuff. Now, some of the content's obviously going to have to be upgraded every six to nine months to keep young kids involved. Parents will do anything for their children, and that's good. They'll spend anything. Uh, you know, Kids need to be kids first, though. And a, a kid who wants to play video games, if he's got diabetes second, he'll still want to play video games. So we have to tap into that. we got to make it work for kids. Get your calls in there. It's 800-345-5639. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air iPad's got competition. Stay with me. I'll tell you who it is. And I'll tell you about a new industry popping up, too. It's Rob Black Show, 800-345-5639. And don't forget, don't forget, in just about 34 minutes, I'm going to be giving away an opportunity to win a 21-inch Samsung flat panel monitor. I'm going to give you the word of the day that you're going to have to rush to talk910.com and plug it in for your chance to win. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Listening to the Rob Black Show on 910 AM. More stimulating talk. Call Rob now at 1 800 345 5639. It's the Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. I'm going to be giving away a 21 inch monitor from Samsung. It's a nice monitor. And in this day and age, if you have just one monitor, you're kind of ghetto. You should have two or even three monitors. Um, I was at Best Buy the other day. Sometimes I just like going to Best Buy. And uh, they make video games now, like driving games, where you have a monitor in front of you for like your front window. And then you put your two monitor, other two monitors on the side so you can look left and look right. It's pretty immersive what they're doing. But from a business standpoint, I've always used two monitors and I've always used two 30-inch monitors because I love information. So we're going to be giving away a 21-inch Samsung flat panel monitor from Geeks on Call. Bill Rockefeller is very, very generous. I don't understand why he's so generous. Um, he loves Glenn Beck. Interesting to note, he loves Glenn Beck. Listeners must go to Rob's webpage, which is at talk910.com, talk910.com under Rob Black. You enter the secret password to win. Don't enter it into the blog. Someone on the blog yesterday just typed the, the word in the blog. That's not enough. So there's a contest area inside that area that you got to find. Passwords can be announced today at 1115. You get four chances to, well, you get three chances to win. One chance was given away yesterday. One will be given away today, one tomorrow, one Thursday. And then out of those four people, we're going to be basically on Friday saying, you got to call into the show. First caller in gets it. It's going to be kind of cool. So basically, I want to start a loyal listener club. I want to reward you for listening 10 hours a week, 10 straight hours. I don't know what I'm going to give you, but I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe I'll do a loyal listener club test. And every Friday we'll see uh, if you can, if I, you Get someone to call into the show, and I'll quiz you. And if you can answer all five questions from all five days, uh, I'll take you to dinner and throw out like a $200 budget for it or something. Because A, I want to go to dinner with people, and B, I want to get sloppy drunk when I'm doing it, because clearly $200 is all about the, the booze, right? 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. couple quick stories. We know the iPad's out there, Right. And it's the Apple product. And earlier this week, Heidi said she was mad as hell and she wasn't going to take it anymore because the iPad doesn't have Adobe Flash on it. Now, Google's working on a tablet that would be good news for Adobe. But there's another company out of Germany, and they're working on a tablet PC called the WePad. 
And in Germany, it's going to rival the Apple iPad. German maker of new tablet computer, they're setting out to rival Apple's iPad with the promise of even more sophisticated technology. It's a company called Neofunny. They say the WePad, it outperforms the iPad by sporting a bigger screen. Bigger is better, ladies. A webcam and a USB port for connecting printers and other devices. Again, you can't print off the iPad. There is no USB port, so you can't tie your storage into it. And we think a bigger screen is better. So Germany is getting it all right. Berlin-based Neofani. They hope to appeal to publishers by allowing them to sell their content on its platform without monopolizing the customer's relationship as Apple iTunes or Amazon's Kindle does, thereby reducing publishers to a simple content supplier. It's being presented this week, along with the pricing on it. There's going to be a lot of knockoffs on the iPad. The iPad, in hindsight, is missing a lot of things that we want. Now, Apple can fix that. And again, I go around and I sport my Apple iPod Touch because I think chicks dig me when I have an iPod Touch. I don't know if I'm going to use Germany's WePad. I don't know. I don't know if that's. I don't know if chicks will dig me as much, especially since maybe if it's lower price, they'll see me as more ghetto. So I don't know. We live in a, a world of brands and a world of symbols. For instance, isn't a guy slightly better looking if he's got a Starbucks cup of coffee in his hand versus McDonald's cup of coffee? Honestly, be honest, ladies. I think so. 800-345-5639 to get your calls on the air. Now, he hinted at the other side of the story, Google and Adobe. And this is tied towards the iPad. And again, Apple's got a lot riding on it. Apple's going to have a blowout quarter. Google's going to have a blowout quarter. We're in earnings season. I love earnings season. Earnings season to me is kind of like, well, how shall we say sex? Love earnings season. It's time to come clean. It's time to show me what you got. Every 90 days, Wall Street gets to see what corporate America has. We get to see your cash. We get to see your earnings. We get to see your revenue. We get to see your your new product come out and how did it sell or not sell. I love earnings season. Anyway, uh, we're in it. Alcoa reported great numbers last night. They said we see improving demand. Woo-woo! Alcoa is a big aluminum company. So if they see improving demand, that's good for world economies. It's not the end-all, be-all because they could be wrong. But it's good. Okay, so back to Google. Great Google. Google. Um, Hewlett Packard, Acer, and Microsoft, and a suite of other companies, they're hard at work trying to do the iPad killers. Now, I already told you about Germany's WePad. Now, Apple's most likely um, going to swat at these companies. They're going to be a short tempered old man. They're whacking mosquitoes on a hot summer night. But when it comes to Google Slate, it's going to take a little bit more than a swat. Google's going to come out with a damn good product. Eric Schmidt. He's a doctor, so I refer to him as Dr. Eric Schmidt. And anywhere Eric Schmidt goes, I go. He was with Sun Microsystems when they made money hand over fist and then shareholders' money. He went to Novell, who was a stink, dried-up, shriveled prune of a software company, and he took them from 6 bucks to 18 bucks, made money with them there. And he went to Google after that. So great Google to Moogleta. Eric Schmidt is a CEO who makes shareholders' money. Now, people with knowledge of the project... It's going to run the Android operating system. It's going to, uh, they did a party recently in LA where they showed it to some people, but it's still in stealth mode, you know, with a few publishers, they're going to explore delivery of books, magazines, and other content. Google might not get it right the first time. And, you know, Apple probably didn't either. That's probably fair to say. Now, the next two or three years to figure it out, Apple will figure it out. I promise you that. Will Google make a partnership with Adobe? 
that ultimately is a game changer because people like Heidi, my lovely and talented producer, she wants to watch Hulu and you can't do, you can't watch free TV on the iPad. You have to watch pay TV through the iTunes store. And that's a major blow. Now, Apple hurt Adobe last week when they refused to allow iPhone applications into the app store that were built with Adobe software tools. Adobe responded with a move by posting a blog on it and basically saying, you know, Apple sucks. Now, multi-screen is growing beyond Apple's devices. Uh, This year, we're going to see a wide range of smartphones and tablets and smart books and televisions all come into market that will continually work with partners across a whole range. Open source, not open source systems, but open systems where Adobe can come up with a tool and then somebody who wants to deliver content on it can. I'm getting ready to launch an application. I don't know. I don't know if I want to make it Apple centric. On one part of me, I do. On the other part of me, I don't. So a lot of questions. But Google Slate project, um, it's it's real. And they're going to wrestle with several parts and pieces. and They're going to miss a lot here and there. But I promise you, Google will work with Adobe. I promise you, Google will work with Adobe. Now, I see the lovely and talented Heidi has put on headphones, which basically means she wants airtime. How are you, Heidi? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. So did I did I push your button? Yes. So would, you're thinking Google Tablet might be for you? Possibly. The thing, I'm still frustrated with the iPad. Um, why are they billing themselves? Why are they billing the iPad as basically for people who want to consume media and then they black out all consume. It doesn't even have a DVD player in it. Yeah. 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 So it's basically like you consume media with this product, but you can't consume any media, but ours and you have to buy it off iTunes. It's not all iTunes. Like some of it's going to be tied towards you know the New York times and other things, but yeah, it's but basically channeled through iTunes. Generally. Yeah. yeah they're the, the gatekeeper that, and I am the key lock person. Angry. I'm Are you really angry? angry? Makes me mad. You know, we got a really creepy email yesterday. <laughs> we did. Bottom line. I hate that guy. Bottom line, the guy disagreed with you on something yeah. that you said on air. Yeah. But he ends it with, Rob, why don't you spank Heidi on air? Like, that's just creepy, right? It is. And I know that he's using the term spank as a admonish me on the air. Oh, no, no, no. What he's using it for is sexual fantasy. I don't know. I, I guarantee I, you 100%. I, he wants you to verbally spank me. <laughs> he wants, I know. He wants me to set it up like Heidi. Bend over. Like, guys are creepy at times. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so you're going on vacation. Tell us about your vacation. Dude, I'm stoked. I'm gone for a week starting tomorrow, going to Coachella, going to see all the new music that's coming out this year. And uh, I'm basically going to lounge by a pool in Palm Springs for a week after the festival. That sounds pretty good, eh? Yeah, I'm stoked. So you're going to be gone for f- five business days? Uh, yes. That sucks. Yay. You're going to put me in the hands of Clear Channel Woo! Management, who we already Woo-hoo! see fail me. You'll be okay. Okay. So thanks so much. That's Heidi's airtime for the day. She'll get on one more time in the next hour because, again, guys have fantasies, and I'm playing into those, no doubt about it. And uh, I think she's actually a nice voice of reason on the show because at times I get a little bit wound up. 800-345-5639. Should I spank Heidi on air? Don't call in with that. 800-345-5639 to get your calls in there. But guys are creepy. Guys are creepy. One last thing I want to talk about, the the iPad, and I'm getting tired of it already myself, but Marvel Comics and DC Comics, uh, this is a game changer for the comic business. And I grew up that 
you know, when I was six or seven, I liked comic books. And when I was sick, I lived in foreign countries. My dad would bring me comic books. It was very sweet. I, re- I remember very, very clearly every time I'd get sick, my dad would bring me a bottle of orange juice and two comic books. He'd always stop at the, the military. Uh, what are they called? Uh, no, not the commissary. There's a uh, Stars and Stripes called Stars and Stripes. Stars and Stripes is the newspaper kind of like uh, location for the military. And he'd always stop and get me two comic books and a thing of orange juice. So I remember comic books very, very fondly from my childhood. Now, there's only 3,000 comic book stores in the United States right now. In the 1990s, there was 10,000. So we're basically seeing plenty of towns that have no comic book stores at all. So the iPad is going to be comic store heaven for Marvel, DC Comics, and people who want this content. Newspapers and magazines aren't the only established publishers in the world. Um, And the iPad is opening their doors, trying to breathe life into Spider-Man comics and Incredible Hulk comics. And uh, Disney's Disney bought Marvel because Disney can't seem to come up with their own franchises these days. They buy other companies franchises like Pixar and Disney or like Pixar and Marvel. And, you know, ultimately you can buy digital versions of 500 Marvel comic books, buck 99, which isn't bad. It's not a bad price considering comics typically cost five to six dollars now. The goal is to expand the audience, and you know Disney bought you know Marvel last year for four point three billion. So this makes a lot of sense. And Disney's tied to Pixar, and Pixar's tied towards Steve Jobs, and Disney's tied towards Marvel. Do you see how it's kind of a kind of an incestuous world? But yeah, comic books are coming quickly, quickly to the iPad. Comic books are a seven hundred and fifteen million dollar business in the United States. Not even to mention the Japanese comic books and high design graphic novels aimed at adults and sold in mainstream media. Uh, it's 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 crazy. But uh, the iPad opening new doors for new businesses. To get your calls on the air at 800-345-5639. Keep in mind, in 15 minutes, I'm going to give away the keyword so that you can win a 21-inch Samsung flat panel monitor. you got to get online at talk910.com, talk910.com, and get into the, the contest section. Um, the monitor is being brought to us by Geeks on Call. You have a computer problem, call Geeks on Call. And uh, a lot better than Best Buy. Um, 800-345-5639 to get your calls in the air. Coming up, headline news. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 